this is where I die podcast, a weekly Dungeons and Dragons podcast focused on bringing you techniques to improve your game at the table as well as while you're prepping. And with that, I welcome you wholeheartedly to episode two, reviewing your player character. This technique comes to us courtesy of the book Return of the Lazy Dungeon Master by Sly Flourish. Yes, this week's episode features another technique from the book. Don't worry, next episode we're gonna change it up a bit when we bring something in from the Alexandrian. Stay tuned. Until this moment finally happens though, it might help us to dive into why we might want to review the player characters and what benefits we gain from doing that as Dungeon Masters. Reviewing the player characters, or better said, remembering them, helps us to remind ourselves as Dungeon Masters that the game is not only about us, about our amazing world that we are building here, but that the game is also about our players, or mostly about them. Players want to embrace their character, make them do awesome things. Yes, he nailed the dragon, even though he's a bard with minus 10 charisma. I mean, minus 10 doesn't work in Dungeons and Dragons, but you get the point. Like, or like a player's, I don't know, single-handedly slaying through a small goblin army or bugbear army, or I don't know, perfectly nailing the negotiation with the dean of a of a of a prestigious mage school so that they finally can pass to the lost temple of whatever. I don't know, but the players want to do awesome things. After each session, I bet most of the time you're going to hear your players talk about what awesome things their characters did and how how good it felt to them. So, to embrace this nature, we're going to dive a little bit deeper into how you can remember your characters, and I'm going to start off with a simple test. Can you remember the names? Can you remember each of the names of the player characters that they play, and a little bit about them? How do they look? What are their motivations? Why are they on this journey? Knowing this information and keeping it in your mind can help you come up with interesting and relevant plot hooks or locations that relate to the characters. For example, when you when they enter the first town or when they start out in the first town or in a place, it could be a desecrated temple that once belonged to the deity that deity that the paladin worships, you know, or um Signs of the rogue's thief's guild that he was once part of are littered across the city and because he's a thief or because he was in that guild in his backstory, he knows stuff about it. Tying stuff like that into your story with a little bit of caution, I think, is a really great way to make players feel special and valued because everything that you do um, if we take the strong start from episode 1, for example, if we tie it into the player's backstory, getting to what's the point and, does it, and why does it matter, we can combine those two techniques to come up with even better starts, strong starts for our players. So, let's get into how you can better remember the players and their characters. Here's a small checklist to help you remember the player characters. Write down the names, backgrounds and motivations of all characters. Review these character notes to prime your mind before the rest of your preparation. Use this character review to help you tie the characters to the rest of your game. Test yourself to see if you can remember the names of the characters. With all this information now neatly compiled into a list, we gain a few key insights and benefits. The first insights we get is that we have a clear overview of what our characters want and 
why they want it, what's the backstory, where they're coming from, and where do they want to go towards. This allows us to create relevant content, as mentioned in the beginning of the episode. Why is that useful? Because, as said in the first episode, it keeps the player's attention. They feel like this is designed for them, this is relevant to them. For example, when the artificer that is looking for his mentor, master, for his teacher, comes into a town and sees this great construct that was built by his mentor ages ago, he, it, the player will feel like, this is amazing. The dungeon masters actually put thought into creating something that relates to me and to my character. And this, I think, is amazing. I am guilty of not doing this often enough, and I think I should do it way more in my sessions. With that, I mean creating relevant content to my player characters. Today's episode might have been a little shorter than the usual 10-minute goal I set for myself. That is because the technique itself is really quite simple to explain, and dragging the point out longer than it needs to be, or than I've already done, I think would defeat the purpose. If you have any questions, you know where to write them to. With that, we come to the end of today's episode. I hope you've learned a lot, and if you'd like to submit your own techniques or share thoughts with me or feedback, go to neckrock.com, which is my personal website, and just contact me via the contact form. That's N-E-C-R-O-C.com. The link is also in the description of this podcast. Now, if you like the sound of weekly D&D techniques being delivered right to your podcast channel, then please follow, subscribe to this podcast wherever you get this podcast on and enjoy yourself. Enjoy yourself.